I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I have always believed that there's nothing stupid about keeping things simple. You know, I guess I'm a simple guy. So I was surprised and pleased to see that this is National Simple Week. No kidding. <laughs> guys who thought it up were guys. I think guys are simple. Women are complicated. I mean, you know, give a guy a roof over his head, enough to eat, a cold beer, and some hot sex, and he's happy. Women also need a roof over their heads, of course, and enough to eat. But the roof overhead should be part of a mansion, complete with a handsome butler and a very hard-working maid. Women also need lots of shoes, stylish jeans, the proper makeup, some diamonds, and a relationship with a guy who is a good dancer, has a nice car, and has something that's six inches long, two inches wide, and drives her crazy. <laughs> no, naughty lady, that is a description of a hundred dollar bill. Six inches long, two inches wide, and it drives you crazy. When a woman says, we need, it means, I want. When she says, do whatever you want, she means, you're going to pay for this later. When she says, do you love me? She means she wants something kind of expensive. When she says, how much do you love me? She means, I did something today that you probably are not going to like. If she says, can't we just be friends? She means there is no way I'm going to let any part of my body touch any part of your body ever again. When she says, it's not you, it's me. She means, it's you. When she says, yes, it sometimes means yes. Sometimes it means maybe. And when she says maybe, it means no. When she says no, that definitely means no. In the beginning, the Bible says God made the earth and then rested. Then God made man and rested. Then God made woman. And I think since then, neither God nor man has rested. And that's why we desperately need National Simple Week. You've probably heard of Henry David Thoreau, you know, the guy who hung out there at Walden Pond. He said, quote, Identify what's important to you and don't dismiss the small things because they often become huge in your life. And you know what? To me, that translates to watching my lady's eyes so carefully that I can see her pupils begin to get a little larger. And she starts to give me a, a lovely smile, maybe just the tips of her teeth showing. And of course, you always let a lady go up the stairs first, right? Especially when she's wearing tight jeans. And you hold her hand. No, you always hold her hand. And it's simply for the feeling of connection that it gives you both. It has nothing to do with keeping her from shopping. Those are the kind of simple things that make National Simple Week 
work for me. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear so they will squeeze the really important stuff that's messing your life out the other ear. So for at least a few minutes of your life, it'll sop up some simple smiles. (laughs) Some smart guys in white lab coats have published an article that says drinking 10 cups of coffee in four hours can cause a heart attack. And I would think... A wet trail to the men's room. And I'm sure it's the men's room because no woman would be dumb enough to drink 10 cups of coffee in four hours. If the answer is rattles, what is the question? If the answer is rattles, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. Tell you in a minute. If the answer is rattles, what is the question? Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, always says, Never give up your dreams. And I do not think that means ignore the alarm clock, just keep sleeping. (laughs) Never give up your dreams. And there are natural laws in this life. And they take place whether you believe them or not. For example, the law of gravity. Whether you believe it or not, the law of gravity keeps your feet stuck to the ground. There is also the law of mechanical repair that says right after your hands become coated with grease, your nose will itch, you'll have to pee, and the new neighbor lady wearing short shorts and a halter top and wearing them very well will show up at your front door with a apple pie that she's just made to introduce herself as your new neighbor. And of course, that's when the phone rings And some guy's on there trying to sell you advertising time on the internet. (laughs) Don't don't laugh, that happened to me. Then there's the law of traffic frustration, which says when you change lanes, the lane you were in will begin to move faster than the one you're in now. That's happened to me too. How come if you dial a wrong number, you never get a busy signal? Because somebody always answers, usually in some foreign language. And when you're on the way home from church, you keep wondering about that guy Andy, the choir was singing about, you know. Andy walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. Sorry about that. I have a good heart. But my mouth, well, maybe not so much. If the answer is rattles, the question is, what do human babies have that baby rattlesnakes don't have? Rattles. (laughs) All right. That's the kind of question and answer that often makes my lady wonder wench tell her friends, quote, you're never childish when you have a husband, end quote. (laughs) Takes the tails. They take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here, if you don't mind. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends? Because they might like them too, and of course you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. This really is National Simple Week. And we gave the ladies a bit of a hard time a while ago, so now it's simply men's turn. 
I'm sure you've heard that the difference between an average man and a savings bond is the fact that after a while, a savings bond will mature. I guess I'm no different. But I am not a pessimist. I am an optimist with experience. I think it was Gloria Steinem who said, A woman without a man is like a fish without a bicycle. Ouch. One of my Lady Wonder Wrench's friends always says the difference between a man and childbirth is that one is a constant pain and the other is simply having a baby. She says you can tell if a man is a male chauvinist pig because he thinks the word harass is really two words. Harass. I guess there is a difference between impressing a man and impressing a woman. The Me Too movement says you impress a woman when you compliment her, you cuddle her, you kiss her gently, you caress her, you comfort her, you protect her, you hug her, you dine with her at a nice restaurant with real cloth tablecloths, you listen to her, you stand by her, you go to the ends of the earth for her. And the way to impress a man is simple. You just show up naked with some beer. Smart guys in the white lab coats say they have come up with a new morning after pill for men. Seems it changes a guy's blood type. (laughs) And I will admit that when a guy says this is a really good movie, he usually means it has lots of guns, fast cars, and lots of girls in bikinis. And the definition of a man with good manners is a guy who gets out of a hot tub to pee. That's good manners. And let's not forget that there are only two words that men find offensive, don't and stop. But they're not offensive when a woman says them together, don't stop. See how that changes? And how come diamonds are a girl's best friend and a man's best friend is a dog? Those are all pretty obvious differences between men and women. But there's also much less obvious things that are going on between a man and a woman. Sometimes you see them when you spend a long time looking at your reflection in a mirror. Because when you do that, after a while, your reflection changes and you begin to see something like this. Hardly anybody understands you. You're a holdout and you sure as hell aren't frigid. You believe that the only way to live a real life is by living with people and things that are real. Sounds simple, doesn't it? But it's not. Everything around you seems to be slipping into some kind of mechanical, virtual reality. A man came into your life once, and you taught each other the difference between what's real and what's make-believe. He wasn't terribly smart or handsome or rich. He was just real. A real man with a real life and a real smile and a real friend. You. It's not easy being a real friend. It's a lot like making love. You're always discovering hidden places, pulling apart, talking, hiding something, coming together, laughing, sometimes crying, getting hurt often, and on some rare moments, touching. And if you're lucky, once in your life, trusting enough to let yourself be touched by your friend in places that you wouldn't dare to touch yourself. You both believe that making love is never safe, nor is it always passionate, but 
It is always much more than just a way to pass time. It doesn't have to be for always, but it always needs to be real and naked. Partners who are safely condomed, carefully polite, and looking for long-term relationships. You two used to laugh about. You called them latex lovers. There are real people and real things all around you tonight. You're sitting in a massive mahogany-paneled room filled with real leather furniture, brass gooseneck lamps, glass-fronted mahogany bookcases full of books with gold-stamped titles. The floor is polished hardwood covered with a huge, intricately woven oriental rug. Fireplaces at least four tree trunks wide with burnished brass andirons. It's his father's living room, a real family's room for living and laughing and loving. A real family is together, saying a final goodbye. His was a short life, as lives go these days, but every moment of it was real, and you and he touched it every day. But you only touched each other once, and that was with your eyes. Sometimes that's how it goes between real friends. He was a real man with a real life and real kids and a real wife. And you were his real friend. And hers. Hardly anybody understands that anymore. Sometimes, when you spend enough time looking in a mirror, your reflection changes to something that only you will ever get to see. The story is called A Real Friend. It's from my Night Connection Spoken Word Story CDs. If you like it, you can simply keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just send me your email address and I will send you a free, no-strings-attached download of the story. Simply because I like the fact that you like a story that I wrote and recorded. You can understand that. It's simple. Also, that's neat. <laughs> My personal email address is dick at dicksummer.com. Send me your email address and I'll send you a free download of the story, A Real Friend. It is said that two elderly men were talking about Viagra. One of them had never heard of Viagra, and he asked the other guy, what's it for? The other guy said, it's the greatest invention ever. It makes you feel like a man of 30 again. So the first guy says, can you get it over the counter? And the second guy says, well, maybe if you take two. <laughs> of course, probably the simplest way to explain the difference between men and women is that men can't get pregnant, thank God. If men did get pregnant, things would be different, wouldn't they? I mean, morning sickness would be declared the nation's number one health problem. Babies would stay in the hospital until they were toilet trained. 
and all methods of birth control would be 100% effective. But that's simply not how it is. Thank you, God, again. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.